Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of Everything Iconic is brought to you by Simple Contacts. Get $30 off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash iconic or enter iconic at checkout. Hello, that is not our normal Everything Iconic music. That is Matt Palmer's Inevitably. For the month of June, Pride Month, we are spotlighting indie LGBT artists. So that is Matt Palmer. Please go check out his stuff. It's really, really great. Hello, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, we have a great show lined up. We are going to be recapping Southern Charm and The Real Housewives of New York which delivered one of the all-time greatest episodes, and uh, at the very least, one of the all-time greatest scenes I've ever seen on any reality show, and that's, of course, Tinsley and her eggs. Face t- <laughs> FaceTiming. I loved it so, so much. <laughs> and we got a lot of emotion with Jill. We'll talk about all that later. But speaking of The Real Houses in New York, at the end of the episode, we also have uh, an icon of <laughs> The Real Houses of New York. We have Dr. Amador, who you guys know I'm re-watching Bethany Ever After. Whitney knows I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> And he, he is famously Bethany's doctor. And I talked, <laughs> I mean, he's also a wonderful doctor and he, <laughs> he specializes in what we all love, what we love to talk about here on Everything Iconic. He specializes in mental health. And so we deep dive into depression and anxiety and stuff. So we're going to include a little portion of that interview on the show today. And then the rest of it, I put over on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash everything iconic. And if you head on over there and donate $4 or more per month, you get access to all of that stuff. And you really help us make this podcast. So I hope you'll all go do that. But we'll play, uh, you know, the greatest hits. <laughs> we'll play some of it at that. <laughs> and then we also have my friend Stu O'Keefe. He's a celebrity chef. He's going to break down Real Houses in New York with me. So we're going to bring him out later. Um, what else? Whitney, it's been quite a week. I Did you see the fish? I did, yes. You're a proud daddy. I'm a daddy. (laughs) I've I've always fancied myself as a daddy. (laughs) We got, uh, Matt was selling some speakers on Craigslist. As one does. As one does. And not the speakers I want them to sell. Like, not the Siri and Alexa, Uh, who people who listened last week know that they're my arch nemesis in this house. (laughs) But he was selling the old speakers that the Siri and Alexas replaced, and this guy kept like screwing around on his time or whatever. And then the guy was like, "You know, I work at a pet store. I'll I'll bring you betta fish." <laughs> so many. Questions. I don't know. I yeah. I don't ask questions. Things just show up in my house, and I just <laughs> I deal with them as like as they come. Uh, but I like walked out of the bedroom or the shower or whatever, and I see these fish. And so my first instinct was, "There's two fish in like these small cups." So my first instinct was to go get a vase so that they can have a bigger bowl. And so I filled up this big vase while we're waiting to get a fish tank, you know, because uh-huh. they were sprung on us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I bring him out and Matt's like, what are you doing? You can't put two betta fish in one bowl. And I was like, what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I've had goldfish before. Right. 
And he's like, no, beta fish are fighter fish. They'll attack each other if they're in the same bowl. And immediately I was like, okay, their names are Bethany and Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. No questions asked. I was like, those are their names. And that's exactly what they would do. And um, then we ordered the fish tank. And, you know, things just keep showing up at the house. Uh, Again, I told you about those. We have the speakers. Those are like the robots here. And then we have the cleaning robots. And I'm now the fish. And I'm like, what's... I don't want any of this, Whitney. I don't want any new uh, AIs. It's a lot of responsibility. (laughs) Too many brains in here. Yeah, there's a lot of personalities happening. Exactly. I have enough personalities in my head. (laughs) I do not not need like all of these pets and all of this stuff. It's like not what I signed up for. And like what's next? You know, eventually there's going to be a woman that moves in or something and like I can't handle it. (laughs) We're going to enter a polyamorous relationship. (laughs) I'll be sleeping with a woman named Brenda. Brenda. (laughs) I don't know what I don't want it, but we have the fish now, and I don't know. We'll see how long they last. And we did buy the appropriate tanks, so okay, they're arriving today. So they're not going to kill each other. Yeah. They're, they should be arriving via FedEx, which I also have. Did you see? Okay, so I also have some other deliveries that have oh, been coming yes. lately. I may or may not have had half an Ambien and, and some wine, wine the other night. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I did possibly order a bunch of Rosie O'Donnell merch. Tommy, can you hear me? That just sounds like a smart decision. Yeah, like I bought that, but I'm so pissed. So I bought those Koosh launchers, uh-huh. which I have the original Koosh launcher. You do? Yeah, I do. It's right over there. The green one. I, you oh, know, do you, oh, you remember on the Rosie yes. O'Donnell show, she had the green Koosh launcher? Oh, yeah. Or the Koosh. Koosh. <laughs> <laughs> She's, Rosie was launching those Koochas. <laughs> she, she was actually more like catching those Koochas yeah. at that time. That's not, that's neither here nor there. I digress. But I have the original green Koosh launcher. Uh-huh. And I remember there being like these Rosie O'Donnell ones with her name on it, like after she made them famous. Oh, okay. So, of course, the other night I went to order them and I got so excited because I found these ones in the packaging, in the I original mean, packaging. Yeah. And it said on eBay, mint condition. Mint condition. Mint condition. Someone in Pennsylvania like kept these in mint condition. Oof. So the package arrives. I get so excited. I open it up and I see it's in the proper rosy packaging. But guess what? I think it's bootleg. What? Because the, it's the yellow one. So it's the yellow launcher. Uh-huh. And they're supposed to have Rosie's logo on it. I'm going to get up and get But it, it was sealed in that plastic? Whitney, look at See? Okay, look at this. I'm putting, You guys can't see this. Maybe we'll put something on YouTube. Oh, no. <laughs> see? Or it's supposed to say the Rosie O'Donnell show right there. Do you see it? Oh, yeah. No. There's no That's bootleg. logo. Where's the logo? Well, and look at These are not the color of Rosie's. Those are not the color. I'm oh, pissed. no. I'm pissed. Oh, no. Have you? And where am I going to return it to? Kmart? It's. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like it was for sale for $8.99 at Kmart. In, in 98 Wow. I, I don't know. Have you written the person? No, not yet. I'm going to leave a very nasty review. Wow. And I hope they're not prone to depression like me because I know how a nasty review affects me on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> but they sold me a bootleg thing. Yeah. And it was a lot of money. I'm not going to oh, no. I'm not going to say how much, but it was $35. <gasps> was it really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not proud of this, but I might have also bought the soft plush doll of Rosie. Of Rosie? <laughs> Where's that? It hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> I'm so excited. 
But I if we ever do a live show, you need to fling koosh balls. Uh, you know, that's all I want to do a live show for. <laughs> that's the only reason I want to do a live show to just launch those. But I mean, for all that money, I should have gotten the actual Rosie O'Donnell one. Yeah. And also, like, how did he make this bootleg? Because it was packaged in the Rosie thing. It's just not the Rosie property. I mean, you know, people are clever. They do. I, I dated someone once that used this was internet 1.0, but my ex boyfriend he would he funded part of his college spending money by selling bootleg um, autographs wow. of celebrities on eBay. Wow. Whose yeah. autographs do you remember? Um, I want to say Michael Jordan. He, he got <laughs> so into it that he would buy shoes and sign oh them. Oh my God, that and is then shady. Sell- oh yeah. That is so shady. <laughs> um, ethically terrible. Wow. I don't like that at all. So maybe somebody, you know, it's resealed the patch. The package. It's rude. And I'm not only mad that he scammed me, <laughs> I'm, I'm very upset that I don't have the proper product. And now I'm going to yeah. probably spend another 40 some bucks on. Are there other ones out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I may, yeah. I bookmark some. <laughs> but, oh my God. But uh, I want to say, so we're, I'm talking about the Rosie O'Donnell show and we're actually going to be doing some everything iconic pop dives. Yes. So we're calling them everything iconic pop dives. And so I, I think the, the podcast has gotten a little bit, you know, some people like when we talk about other pop culture things and then some mm-hmm. people just want Bravo stuff or current pop culture. And so basically how we're going to be splitting it up is there's going to be these everything iconic pop dives, which are going to be full episodes about one specific topic. So maybe we'll do a full Rosie O'Donnell show topic. Awesome. And then we're going to have the traditional episodes like we're doing now, which is going to be current events, pop culture, although (laughs) I say current events and (laughs) we're talking talking about about Rosie Rosie O'Donnell. Look, she's current. Yeah. Yeah. She's on Snow. So so you'll see if you're looking on uh, the feed of iTunes or Mm -hmm. wherever you listen to our show, just look, it'll say everything iconic pop dive. And then it'll tell you what the episode's going to be about. And then we're going to have these traditional episodes that are going to be more current pop culture. Awesome. Bravo stuff. Does I love that make that. sense? Yes. We're going to dig into iconic things. Yeah. Uh, and give it the due yeah. that it deserves. It'll be like sort of like recap style with mixed with a little documentary style. So, I don't know. So I'm super excited for people to hear the first few of those. Those will be coming soon because we're moving to Acast. So that's why we're kind of breaking these up. You know, so I'll tell you all more as it comes. But I do want to mention right now that uh, Samson Technology, they've been great. They're our sponsors. Find us on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. We have that Facebook group. Just search Everything Iconic on Facebook. And um, you don't want to be, you haven't decided on a social media? I have not. (laughs) Still not every week. No, I'm working on it. <laughs> um, you know, I also went to. Um, I'm jumping all over the place. I had too much coffee, Whitney. <laughs> oh my god, and I'm so excited for Stu to get here because he has a thick Irish I'm accent. I'm so excited about his accent. Oh my god, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Did I tell you I went to Sir? Yes. I went yeah. to see you next Tuesday with mm-hmm. the two judgy girls. If you guys don't know who two judgy girls are, they have the most hilarious Instagram account and a great podcast. Courtney and Mary are their names, and they're so super sweet and funny. But we had dinner before, and then the plan was to go to see you next Tuesday and like have some drinks, see James Kennedy at the DJ booth. I got there, and I spent 10 minutes, and I was like, I can't be here. <laughs> was, like, too, was it too loud? Too everything. Like uh, that, you know, the bar there it's is small. so narrow. Yeah. 
And there was a lot of people that showed up. Wow. Yeah, it was a clusterfuck. And I, was I like, feel like I, I need here. to move it into the restaurant side. Because whenever I do check in on James on social media, it does seem like there's quite a, a lot of people there. Yeah. Like maybe they could do a takeover or something. Yeah. It seems it's, it's a very small bar. Yeah. My friend Amanda was there and she's like, are you going to say hi to... A DJ Jake Kennedy. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that he'd remember me. Like, he did oh, come to my house. You don't think he would? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I felt know. like we really connected. Well, but I feel like those people, they meet a hundred people. That's true. So you didn't say hi? No, I was there literally 10 oh. minutes. I had like one and a half Pinot Grigios and then I left. <laughs> but you know who was there? Was that Paul guy? Was his name Paul? His his roommate? His roommate, yeah. No. Oh my Danny. God. Yes. He, who's like really, he's really leaning into his 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> what was he doing? He was like taking photos with people <gasps> and like just walking around the restaurant. It was very, very weird. Did he have a shirt on? Um, Like an open one. Mm. Like one nipple kind of popping out. Okay. A gold chain still? <laughs> he had lots of jewels on. Oh, wow. I'm sad Lots I of jewels. It. Oh my God. It was heaven. Oh, wow. For five minutes and then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> um, did you watch Southern Charm? I did. Okay. We haven't really talked about Southern Charm this season. I know. Not There's just so much going on. I know. There's, there's so many so things much. to talk about. Yeah. You know, I also mentioned that we haven't talked about Pose on here, and I love right. Pose so much, and I do want to talk about it, but yeah. there's there's not time to get to everything. Yeah. But everyone watch Pose on FX. And I will catch up because I'm behind. Yeah. But there's only been two. Well, so I'm behind. You, you better catch up. <laughs> You know, it's funny when uh, with Real Houses in New York, I watched that episode twice. And then there's a whole slew of shows that I'm behind on. But that's how good it is. I know. I know. It's so good. Southern Charm is also so good this season. It's very good. This it's e- changed. It seems like a different show in a good way. How do you mean? I, there's less Patricia. There's less Whitney and T-Rav. It just feels like a younger crew. It feels a little more like real worldy. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really because I that's a bad reference. But uh, Two things. Off of what you just said. Mm-hmm. I had an aha moment with Whitney. Oh, okay. I really realized for a second, I used to not like Whitney. Uh-huh. And this episode, I had oh, an Oprah aha moment where I thought, Whitney is just doing great producing. Yes. And what he's doing is very brilliant because there's a lot of reality TV shows and he is a producer on this show. Mm-hmm. And he's literally friends with everyone. So he's put himself in the cast so he could be the bridge for every person. So whenever somebody needs him for a scene, he's there to film. Yeah. And we know him a little bit. So we're like comfortable with him on screen. Mm -hmm. So he's basically doing like on Teen Mom, they do this thing where they have the producers on camera, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what Whitney's doing, but he's doing it in a more subtle way. Subtle? When he shows (laughs) up to a beer tasting with a fur collar shawl? This is my other point of that. My mother had that exact coat in no. 1998. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. That coat that Whitney was wearing with the fur it collar. Was, I'm not kidding. I'm going to find a picture. Linda Pellegrino had that exact coat. Was I it swear from Chico's? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure where it was from. I <laughs> I remember going to a dress barn a lot. Dress barn. <laughs> I remember. Did being, she wear it with a pinky ring? No. Oh, me? No, no. No, she didn't. She wouldn't have done that. Or glasses. She didn't wear glasses either. <laughs> So, uh, she's not so it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I swear I saw it. And I, I was like, it felt so familiar when he, when I came on screen. I was like, oh my God, I felt like I was back home week or something. <laughs> and you're in the backyard tasting like, some beer. <laughs> I truly, I was like, what is this feeling coming over me? I feel so warm and fuzzy. And, you know, I'm reminded, uh, I felt like I was eating a bowl of soup. And then I thought, oh, mom had that coat. <laughs> Mom had that exact coat, like literally the exact one. Uh, like he might have bought it from our garage sale 
in the year 1999. Oh, you know, and then he'd claim it vintage. Yeah. We sold everything before the millennium in case the world ended. <laughs> <laughs> we cleared out the house. Uh, you didn't? No, I went to um, New Year's Eve in New York City. Oh. I was at... Uh, Risk taker. Yeah, I was a risk taker. <laughs> I was watching the ball drop live and in person. <laughs> I, re- I remember <laughs> being at this guy's house, like a neighbor's house, and uh, they had all these water jugs in the basement, like ready to oh, go wow. just in case. Oh, what a weird what a, time. What a time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, uh, so in Southern Charm, one of the things I loved was Naomi. I realized she really leans into her reality TV persona. Oh, yeah. Like, she did that petty thing with she the hearts on her Instagram. So petty. And then she talks about it. That's, like, the antithesis of petty. But let me ask you, don't you think it's great that she's upfront about all her pettiness? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes she, her more likable. Yeah. And so she's very self-aware. Yeah. yeah. And she's, look, she's on a mission. She doesn't like Ashley. She doesn't think... She should be around. She, I mean, basically, she's like, I don't want her on my show. Yeah, which, you know what? I'm. Yeah. Needs, we need someone to do that because I don't want yeah. her on the show either. <sighs> Ashley's tough. What was with her voice? I, I don't know. I didn't even notice her voice. Oh, it sounded like she smoked like 10 cigarettes like right before she got like there. She was like, man. Oh. <laughs> 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 Wait, do your impression of her again. <laughs> Oh, my dog I didn't like. even notice that. That sounded like a cat to me. Okay. Those fish in the other room are scared right now. <laughs> yes. I didn't notice that at all. I mean, I sometimes tune out when I'm not interested in the people. Yeah. And that's how I feel lately with Ashley. It's like I hate her so much that I don't even – it's not even a fun hate watch. It's like, no. ugh. Yeah. And I feel that way about Thomas, too. Yeah. Although, and ugh. you know who I hate even more than Thomas? Who? J.D. Oh, when JD uh, showed up out loud to no one, to my dog, I go, fucking JD. <laughs> oh. He's the worst. What did, like, your, do- I'm, what I'm did gonna- your dog say? <laughs> he looked up at me. He was like, Mom, come on. <laughs> what's, your do- what's, your, what's your dog have to But say? he shows up in pastels with a little skip in his hop, and, and he's like, here to taste some beer. Ugh. Ugh. He literally JD. makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, I really do not like JD. Um, let me ask you about Cameron. Cameron mm-hmm. had that weird scene with her mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you think of Cameron? I kind of felt like, I feel like this whole season she's on a different show. She is. You know, and I don't yeah. know. At first I thought maybe they should have given her a spinoff. But yeah, I don't know that. There's not that. enough there for a spinoff. Yeah. But it seems weird that we're watching her not really do much. Yes. And complain about being a parent. Uh, I don't know. I actually think that's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I spend enough time with moms where they tell me. In real time, that it's awful. Um, but <laughs> <Who are you? laughs> <Sunny time. laughs> look, my friends are real about having babies. <laughs> On TV, I feel like there's this weird thing where people don't do that. That's true because you don't want to be seen as some sort of bad mom. Yeah, but people are quick to judge. Um, yeah, I, I kind of almost would have preferred her to just be off the season, and then we yeah. do a pop in like a sip and see. Yeah, like why haven't we had that? Yeah, I want to party. Yeah, I think we're getting one next week. Oh, Cameron okay. reintroduces to the gang. Okay, so then we're at this beer garden for Austin's new beer company, and they have like weird surveys to, <laughs> to so everyone <laughs> could decide on the name for this. And there was that weird chalkboard behind them yeah. where they could go write stuff. <laughs> His dad was so sweet when he was like, I'm just trying to get people to write stuff. My very bad impression. It, it was a real ragtag group of people there, though. Like, yeah. the entire cast, including that Peyton girl. I know. I was like, oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. Didn't you think she'd be more of a 
uh, a thing when she yeah. was introduced, and yeah. I haven't seen her, and I don't we care that we do. No, yeah. We got more. Although I did like her sassy dates comment that it's just okay beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't really care about Austin's beer, and it hasn't come out yet yeah. either. It doesn't exist. Oh, okay. From what yeah. I heard, I don't. This, I'm taking it to be true. <laughs> Something I read online. I think Austin might have a bit of Sonyaism in him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I paused on that chalkboard to see what the names were. Oh, okay, yeah. One. Of, it was kind of hard to make out, but I think one of them was Tom's second. What? Don't know what that means. <laughs> um, drinkable charm. So they were Ew. trying to do a playoff of the Southern Charm. Uh-huh. Um, one of them just said Maznot HDP, which I don't, it was <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what that meant. Um, and then I think this was, uh, Catherine's suggestion. It was Vertical Brewing Company. Hmm. I don't know why Vertical. I don't know. Hmm. None of the names were good. <laughs> no, no. I'm just not interested in this beer company at all. Like I, I don't know yeah. what it is if it's cause I don't like Austin or, you know, I'd much rather see more scenes of. I'd rather see them name Craig's embroidery company. I want to see all the scenes with Craig and his lady friend at the the fabric store. (laughs) I was like, I want more. He was showing her those designs. (laughs) One of them was just fucking like two donkeys in front of a palm tree. And I was like, what is this? What? Yeah, I'm more invested in the... the, What are these designs? It's a pillow for... <laughs> but they were all mind. like they were all animals in front of palm trees. I think that was the brief. I think she was like, I need it to involve dogs. But she liked, yeah, she liked the dogs ones. But then she didn't like the ones that were like wolves. I was like, what? <laughs> so <laughs> good. She's like, those are pedestrian. Yeah, I love that. She's like, that's not couture. It was I'm like, like, lady, you work in a quilting shop. Real off-brand Devil Wears Prada. Where yes, <laughs> she's yes. the Meryl and Craig's Stan Hathaway. <laughs> I would watch a whole spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> Craig showing her designs? And remember that speech in Devil Wars Prado where it's like, oh, yeah. you think this doesn't affect you, where it's like that woman talking Cerulean. about these pillowcases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love it. Yeah, I would need, I want more of them. Yeah, I, Austin is just so basic for reality TV that I don't know what he's giving us. Yeah, I don't like Austin at all. He's another version of Shep, and I don't think we need two versions of Shep. No. You know, we're jumping around a lot for Southern Charm. We'll, we'll yeah. be a little bit more uh, <laughs> in line with Roni. But um, we speaking of Shep, we learned that Catherine and Shep have been having sex. <sighs> that was hard that. to take. It sounds like they're fuck buddies. Yeah, but it seems so nonchalant. It yeah. was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we sleep together. Like, what? Do you think Shep could raise... Uh... His penis? No. <laughs> <laughs> raise Thomas's kids. Um, no, I don't want, I, I want the best for Catherine because I really, I, yeah. I want her to have the best man and I feel like Shep is not ready to settle down No, and I want Catherine with someone who's stable and ready to settle down. Agreed. And Shep is just too unstable right now and yeah. he doesn't seem to have his shit together and I don't think Catherine deserves that. She's no, got it's everything. another baby to take care of. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I really do want the best for Catherine. I like her. She's such a sweet girl. Yeah. And she's already been through enough with these shitty guy. Like, yeah. I feel like. Her situation with Thomas is enough shitty guy stuff for her to last a lifetime. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I want the best for her, and I I don't want that much good for Ashley. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did oh, you see the reports God. that Ashley's an escort? Like No. Yeah, okay, so there's these reports that Landon worked for an escort company. Landon, would want to have sex with Landon? Landon? Um, so- I think Landon's really pretty. But she... Uh, she is probably terrible at that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently, allegedly, this was online. There was like rumors that uh, Landon worked for a high end escort company, and that's why she was like, that's how her and Thomas, like initially, whatever, oh. and that Landon introduced Ashley to Thomas. What backwater internet are you reading this on? Uh, Black Web. The Dark <laughs> yeah, Web. Exactly. The dark at the web. same place I bought those Koosh slingshots. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, everything I like is exclusively on the dark web. <laughs> I don't know. But so it's a rumor. But I don't like Ashley. No. In conclusion, Whitney was wearing my mom's coat from 1998. <laughs> so. That made the whole episode <laughs> worth it. So, oh, my God. So let's talk. I want to get into Roni. We're going to bring Stu out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited to talk to him. He's a celebrity chef. He's a cook. He's got a cookbook. He's a charming Irish man. So let's bring him out here and we'll talk about Roni. But, and we'll go through Roni. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, step by step. Step by step. Scene by scene. <laughs> I have to tell you guys about my newest time-saving trick. I got my contact lens prescription renewed while I was sitting on my couch watching Roni in under five minutes using an awesome new app called Simple Contacts. Anyone who wears contact lenses like myself needs to know about it. You guys, it's truly iconic. Now get this. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes through an online vision test. It's designed by doctors and every test is reviewed by a doctor, so they're literally bringing you the doctor's office to your home. I didn't want to have to head on over to the eye doctor in the middle of watching Dorinda and my gals go about the city, but luckily I didn't have to go because of simple contacts. The contact lens prices are unbeatable, the vision test is only $20, and shipping is free. Best of all, my listeners get $30 off their first simple contacts order with promo code ICONIC. Try it for yourself and save $30 on your lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash ICONIC or entering the code ICONIC at checkout. Now, I want to mention that this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You still need those occasionally, but it is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Again, get $30 off at simplecontacts.com ICONIC or just enter code ICONIC at checkout. Save time, save money, and save yourself a headache with Simple Contacts. <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm here with Stu O'Keefe. He's a dear friend. He's a celebrity chef. Stu, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm a bit tired. (laughs) Wait, do you guys hear that accent? That is a thick Irish accent. There's no accent. It goes every time. Like every, I feel like every week, like it's more like American because I'm a citizen now. So it's like, not that I'm trying to lose it. I'm really not. It's there, Stu. It's there. All the girls listening at home are wet right now. We should take off my baseball cap one second. We don't even have to start. We don't even have to talk about Roni. We'll just have you say like random words in your accent. People will be entertained. That's fine. Is that what you've written down? I mean, (laughs) let's go with it. It wouldn't be the first time that has happened. (laughs) Just a list of words. Potatoes. That's potatoes is the the biggest one. Yeah, potatoes. Turkey tree. (laughs) Or turkey tree and a turd. What is that? Thirty three and a third. Oh, so that just ruins my life. It just anytime I'm writing recipes out, like I never put like a third of a cup. If I'm ever have to do it on TV or anything like that, I just avoid it. I just don't write the recipe. That's basically. <laughs> Everyone needs to go dry off now. Um, okay, so you're a Housewives fan, and you actually watched this episode, this week's episode of New I York did. in New York. I'm a, like I am a New York and a Beverly Hills fan. They're the only two I watch. I used to watch Jersey at the very beginning when Teresa threw the table. Like that was good sure. times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um. Yeah. And then I, I, not really, I didn't really get into like OC. Who's your favorite housewife? 
I think Luann is my favorite housewife mm-hmm. because we'd say like if we were all a housewife, like which one would you be? And I'm like definitely Luann. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, all you, my friends tell me that. Have you ever been arrested? No, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> just like right into it. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever cooked for any of the housewives? You know what? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Adrian Maloof. Right, right. Maloof Hoof. Maloof Hoof. <laughs> I did. I, I cooked for her for a few months to help her out because she was switching chefs and stuff and Oh my god, that chef she had Bernie. Bernie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, I didn't watch Beverly Hills at the very beginning. <gasps> but I, I kinda like I think I watched the last few episodes that Adrian was in it. Like, people were obsessed about it. Like, you know, oh you're such God. a fucking liar, Camille. Like, all that shit, you know? Wait, now I just want you to say iconic housewife lines. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can you just say, take a Xanax, calm down? Which one is that? Ramona. Ramona. Okay, I won't make you do this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm the worst. There's some, though. But if I, if I know what it is, then I can do it like it. You yeah. know what I mean? But so you took over for Bernie? I guess I did, yeah. yeah. I never spoke about it, though. You guys, exclusive. You heard her here wow. first. So. Everything iconic exclusive. <laughs> Uh, so when did you start watching New York? Was it from the beginning? I remember watching it. I mean, I don't know, like numbers and season numbers, but I like like Bethany starting off the the company, like yeah. her oh, yeah, in like, the her in the stores, like trying to like oh, get people early. to taste it and stuff. So kind of beginning, right? Like maybe yeah, season yeah. two. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into um, the episode, and then I'm going to ask you some food questions later, and okay. some, we got all like lightning round stuff. We have to talk about this episode, though. It was, you guys, I'm going to get giddy for a second. It was the best episode ever. <laughs> I loved it. Come on. Wasn't there I better ones before so this one, though? I just, I felt like so warm and fuzzy. It had one of my all-time favorite scenes and moments, which we're going to get into with Tinsley and Dale. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dale. Oh, yeah. Someone talk, um, told me about that last but night. But it was yeah. like, so there was so much going on that just made me feel so good. And I just thought it was, the, it was such a well-rounded episode. I mean, I really loved it so, so much. Now it opened with the funeral for Bobby, yeah. which we started off really somber, and um, it was it was tough to watch. I sobbed, I cried right through. Yeah, it. like when when Bethany was like when she started kind of breaking down, like I'm all alone, I have nobody. Like like there was like I definitely teared like for yeah. one or two tears. Like yeah. there was just two. Like that's you know there was just I it was, was <laughs> I really felt like I really felt so shitty for her. Yeah, yeah. I really like it was for like, Bethany or for Jill for Jill. Yeah. And then Bethany turned around and was like, I'm lonely too. Like, make it about uh, yourself. I know. I know. But uh, you... Her husband just died. I know. Like, Like, literally. literally, Can we just, like, let it go for a second? (laughs) Like, let Jill... Let Jill breathe for, like, a second, Bethany, before you say, I'm alone too. And she brings up on that skinny girl. She's like, party. Like, oh, my God. I'm I'm shocked that she didn't tell Jill Zarin about her jean line. Seriously. (laughs) Outside of the funeral. She's like, buy my jeans. Um, But there's one thing you can't deny in the history of the series is that Bobby loved Jill so much. And they showed a little bit of flashback. Mm -hmm. And I'm rewatching for the Patreon stuff. And uh, you can see Bobby's like admiration of Jill. And it was like a genuine love. And she loved him, too. And I'm glad that they paid tribute. It still felt a little gross to me that they were filming outside. I I thought they handled it respectfully. Filming outside the funeral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like they really just caught that moment so perfectly. Like, that wasn't rehearsed. Like, that was like full on. Yeah, but they had to have gotten permission. Like, Jill, first of all, had to give permission for them to not only film just Bethany outside for a second, but I'm sure they checked in with Jill before filming and then uh, you know again Bethany just made a lot of it about her she did she had to let us know that she took a private jet which is yeah, like oh like, Bethany you know she's in the scene with her driver like her. I used to like her so much I know and I it's know like I, yeah 
That's it. That's yeah. back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. It's tough. And you know, uh, it was even sadder to me that Bethany got in her car and had to talk to the driver that wasn't Kevin, like her new driver. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was even sadder <laughs> to me than Bobby's funeral. It was like, and so it was a brand new driver and he's probably like, you know, filling in for fucking Kevin and has to deal with Bethany and like do a two person scene with Bethany. <laughs> It, that was sad. It was sad. Did uh, Sonia go to the funeral? Did we get that information? I didn't. I don't think she did. She I never mentioned it. I watched the episode twice. Oh. <laughs> Luan was in rehab, right? And so the two of them in the car was, it was Ramona and Dorinda, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Then Bethany. That was yeah. it. Those three, right? Yeah. yeah I know. Uh, I saw in the papers that Kelly Ben Simone was there and some of the other housewives, but I don't think Sonia was there. Luann did say she didn't expect to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I didn't expect this to happen. She called, she called uh, Bethany, and she's like, "Well, I thought I'd be there, but I didn't expect to get arrested." And, yeah. I mean, you know you're right. You gotta love Luan. You know? She's amazing. Did you say that? I probably would. Like honestly, I really would. I she's saw- like, you know, I didn't expect this to happen, but I'm glad I did. I'm like, but really, are you glad I did? Like, I know. You know. And Bethany's on the other line, just talking about her fucking ugly jeans. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, but what did you think of that gift bag moment? You know, Bethany had that kind Trying of playful moment. Joke. Yeah, it was, a, it was a joke. And I actually, I liked it. But I saw some people online that thought it was in poor taste of Bethany mm. to say to Jill, hey, where are the gift bags? You know, kind of playfully. I thought it was playful. But I saw online, like, my timeline, because I follow all Roni fans or Housewives fans. You know, a lot of people were giving her shit for that. But I thought it was a cute- I think it was just a way of Bethany just, yeah. like, to... To get rid of the tension, you know what I mean? Like they had their moment. They were like, "Okay, let's make it a bit light and airy." Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, it was nice. I didn't, I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was a nice scene. And it was so heavy, and then we we turn around real quick and we get some lightness with Tinley, Tinsley and Carol who were in a steam room. Carol commented, "Wow, it's so hot." No shit. It's like, it's like <laughs> no. not one evidence of steam. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just perfect lamb. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a quick little... It's like, I'm so hot. It's like you yeah. full mascara on your face. I know, <laughs> there's not a single drip of sweat. <laughs> yeah. What a weird thing. To, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what a weird thing to film in a steam room and then to turn the steam off. <laughs> it just goes to show <laughs> that, that the, the viewers are just would just watch anything. Uh, like, really, I really, they I really will. I watched it twice and I did not even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we have Ramona who's redoing her Hamptons home and... I just wrote, I wrote down some notes and I said, I never want Ramona off my screen. And I, we must, you guys, this is a call to action. We must never take her for granted. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> I like love watching her. I know she's a monster and you know, I get it, but she's so good to watch on TV. And like I got, sorry, go finish. No, sorry. I was done. I would have just kept oh, going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but was it last week where she was on the street talking to Bethany? And I mean, the way they shot it with those cameras, it was like so, it was, like, it was like a movie. Yes! <laughs> she also gave us some wisdom and this, I'm going to get knitted on a pillow. She said, be sorry for what you wish for. Cause then you get it. <laughs> wisdom. Wow. Wow. Never heard that before. <laughs> wow. Okay, so then, you guys, we have to get to the next scene, which is, in for my money, one of the greatest scenes of all time in Housewives history. Okay, it's Dale and Tinsley. Okay, we're setting it up. So right now, we're just with Dale and Tinsley in the lobby of the hotel. They're talking about Tinsley's eggs. We're getting introduced to Tinsley's eggs again. We've heard about them before. We're in the hotel lobby. They say they're going to go get drinks. It's a quick little introduction to what will be one of the greatest scenes of all time. 
Okay, so we're setting it up here. We're setting it up here. Then we cut to Carol, who is wearing jeans that are cuffed and cuffed and cuffed and cuffed. Oh, Did I you see those? those. <sighs> <laughs> Did you see oh those, Stu? Did you see Carol's jeans? Did I you didn't clock notice them? them, but I didn't watch it twice either. I watched it twice. <laughs> I watched it twice. Carol's jeans were twice for the fashion. Yeah. (laughs) There were more cuffs on her jeans than she has books. Like there were so many. (laughs) She's she cuffed her jeans more times than she's written books because there were so many cuffs. And I think those jeans were over five hundred dollars because someone online posted a picture of them. Yeah, they were a high end brand. Yeah. Um but but she's not she's not writing these books. She's supposed to be writing an article for Cosmo. Mm -hmm. She hasn't written it yet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, It's a quick little scene. And then we get to the greatest scene of all time. Okay, so this is what I was talking about. So this is Dale and Tinsley. They're at the wedding shop. Stu, did you see this? Mm -hmm. So Tinsley's trying on wedding dresses. Now, keep in mind, she she had broken up with Scott. Then they got back together recently. And Tinsley thought it'd be a good idea to, on camera, go try on wedding dresses with her mom. Which... Already very cringy, right? Like, it's already a lot to take in. And then they, well, first of all, Terry comes out. Do you, did you clock Terry? Terry's the wedding, wedding guy, the dress guy. I love Terry, and I did not catch that his name was Terry. I did. I watched it twice, you guys. (laughs) And he was also wearing more foundation than the drag queens on on Drag Race. Like he, was, <laughs> he was wearing so much foundation and I loved it. I thought, you know, good for you living your truth, Terry. Yeah. So he fitted them in these wedding dresses. Tinsley tries one on and then they think it's a good idea to FaceTime with her fertility doctor. Like, why? <laughs> like I, I was just like, I didn't, uh, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but continue. But like, I just was like, I'm like, do I go to the restroom now? Like, I was just like, oh my God, Stu, like I was on that. This is why we're opposite. I was like on the edge of my seat, like full eye contact with the TV screen. I I did not like look away. I thought it was the best thing ever. Like Natalie said the same thing to me last night. I called her afterwards and she was like, that scene. I was like, really? Like I was more about the funeral scene. Like I loved that. That was my favorite. Wow. See, that's where we're different. You didn't like the funeral scene? No, I liked the funeral scene, but I loved Tinsley talking to her um, unfertilized eggs. To me, it was like up there with Scary Island. It was up there with, you know, Sonia's burlesque show (laughs) and Luann in the recording studio with uh, her first fucking song. Like, I thought it was up there with Great House. But it was so real that it was unreal. Like, it was just like, this is incredible. Like, is this for real kind of? I mean, I think that Tinsley is a child. Yeah, like, I I thought that was authentically Tinsley in the worst way. But it was like, I thought that was one of the first times where we've seen like a a personality behind just that facade of I'm mm-hmm. a happy, you know, girl. Yeah. Right. And it was something individualistic. And also the reason why I think it was real is because of Dale. Dale reacted the same way Tinsley did. Yeah. And I don't think that one of them is good enough actor, let alone both of them acting equally <laughs> in the scene. Yeah. You know, like they both welled up and cried about her unfertilized eggs. Would you cry if you saw Potentially going to be your child. Whitney, I cried when I was watching them look at her unfertilized <laughs> eggs. <Yeah>, so <laughs> I think your answer there is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cried in the shower for days after watching that. Like I watched <laughs> I watched that yesterday and this morning I just thought of that scene in my shower and I cried. I thought it was great. Everyone, no one else liked it. I saw online too, everyone's like, This is so fake. I'm like, I love Yeah, it. I just I I agree with that person online. It was a lot of people, yeah. It was like a piece of paper with that. six dots. Like oh, yeah. I mean, women and their pregnancy struggles, it's a touchy subject. I, I, just, think, I think we it's 
from last night's episode, it's very clear that like she really wants to be together and like a baby yeah, and the whole yeah. thing. Like extremely. Do you know like from the press or anything if Just, they're together? Still? Oh, I think they are. Yeah, they're in coupon commercials together. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. they'll be, tomorrow they'll be broken up <laughs> after right, this I episode. Like, yeah. Oh my god! If I saw that, I'd be like, and we're ending this. <laughs> She's like, I don't think he's gonna. Like, I hope he doesn't see this. It's like, girl, like I you're know. in front of a camera yeah. telling us. Do you guys think Dale should be a housewife? Dale, her mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Me too. I would like to see that. I thought she's more the other girl's age, right? Is she? I feel like she's around Ramona's age. How d- Ramona is 60. How old is yeah, Dale? 60. How old do you think Dale is? She can't be that. No, you're right. T- how old is Tinsley? Like 30? 40. 40 going on 14. Yeah. yeah. We're like 39, but she's... I think she's, I think she's in her 40s. Oh, okay. We need to look that up. Um, but I would like to see Dale as a housewife, because she seems like she could get in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have a scene with Bethany and Sonia, and Bethany's sort of pretending to be friends with Sonia, right? Like, I don't see them actually as friends. She think it's pretend or th- I think she feels sorry for her, right? And she kind of wants to be there for cuz she's yeah. She's been getting bullied so much this season, right? Yeah. That's like the yeah, that's the optimistic way of looking at it. <laughs> but and she likes to take people under her wing. Yeah. In that way. And she did get an opportunity to bring those jeans over to Sonia. Yeah. She brought the jeans. She brought the jeans. She brings sad. the jeans. I know it the jeans like, was sad. It was like jeans so here's some <laughs> isn't that yeah, basically like the, the kardashian gene line that she'd copy in chloe like, i don't know they're yeah, they're so know. fucking bedazzled like did you see how bedazzled those were yeah. it was like up the whole leg was bedazzling note to self i don't need to see that and then she didn't even give sonia the real thing she's like here's some samples that didn't fit me yeah it was weird yeah it was a it was a strange thing and then we're introduced to sonia's fashion stuff which is still going on Sonia oh, says, right. I still got my fashion line going on. And she's oh, like, she, I missed that last night. She said that? Yeah, she yeah. like kind of just brushed over it. She's like, people don't know. I still got my shopping app and my shoe line or whatever. And they did a flashback to Sonia's fashion show where Ramona was like so hyper. She's like, Sonia rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> it was like everyone was seated. <laughs> Everyone was seated and quiet, and Ramona's just standing with her eyes bugged out, and she's like, Sonia rocks! That is pretty good. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, but Bethany says, when she's here with Sonia, she says she went to Shiva for Bobby Zarin, and she, or she talks about something that we didn't see on camera. Um, and I don't know how I felt about Bethany talking about going to Shiva uh, with, yeah. when we're not going to see it. Do you think they're setting up a Jill return? I hope so. Me too. It looks like they are, I think. And I think that's why they got the funeral scene, they were able to film outside it, the drama. I mean, that's like one of the biggest things that's ever happened in her life, yeah. her husband dying. Yeah. And they're going to allow the cameras in there to film it. Like, I, I definitely think there's there's thoughts of it. And I feel like she was like, you know what, go for it and I can, I can think about it. Yeah. I would love to see her back. I think it's the perfect time. And I think even people who hated her for a while, I think they see this and they're like, okay, it's time for Jill to come back. And she's made a few appearances on like watch what happens live and a few press things where she does seem like a more humble person. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she's not, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm sure she's like a little bit of that, but, and then like, remember the part where like when, Bethany went over to Sonia's and so forth. And then it was all about, she apologized. She apologized to me. It was like, but wasn't it like, wasn't Bethany kind of a bitch as well back then when they were fighting? Yeah. yeah. Like, wasn't yeah. she like, where she was like, you're toxic. I need you out of my life. I need to step away from you. Jill was. 
but it was all like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, and, but that's all that's important to Bethany. Yep. It's like, I got the apology, I won, kind of, you know? Yep. I just blacked out for a second listening to you talk. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's like, what's he I don't even about? know what you just said. I just blacked out listening to your accent. Um, I heard the word Bethany. <laughs> then that was it. I took a nap. <laughs> My anxiety finally went away. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like, I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use, Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you, you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. <laughs> but, but like everything is a competition. Yeah. yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. It's like it is kind of insane. Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, I like the fun Bethany, but um, you know what I liked about when Bethany was at Sonia's and she was making fun of the fax machine? I thought that's like the fun, playful Bethany that's not mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like I love a, that. She's able to get it. It's like a little. <laughs> what dinosaur are you faxing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, and then they start talking about Luann and they start talking about that arrest. And Bethany says, you know, we got one last good night out with. Luann <laughs> and they did that flashback to Luann waking up and wanting water oh that was brilliant and then <laughs> water well, she's like oh my god it's like fucking Darth Vader over here <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest scenes in Housewives it was brilliant it was so good these older women waking up and just so fucking hungover oh I loved it I was surprised to let them in the cameras in there when they were a wreck like right. they were all a wreck and I it's been a while I think the last time we saw that was was it uh Caicos, Turks, Turks and Caicos, wasn't that when? Oh, yeah, usually when they all woke up, kind of like just wrecked. Oh, right, right. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. with lo- that. Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> Bunch of fucking rocks in her throat. I know, was it like, what did, do they call her Lou Man sometimes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the when fr- they were painting outside. <laughs> and Ramona's like, oh yeah, this is big. This fits me perfectly. She's like, that's because you're a man. <laughs> I just watched a season two episode and Ramona in one of her testimonials, she's like, she talks about Kelly. She's like, she's got broader shoulders than my husband. <laughs> it's like so, it's so mean. It's so funny. Um, that uh, Turks and Caicos trip with Luann and the glasses is like one of the all time greatest yeah. moments in the room. There's she's a meme the and everything, isn't there? Like, yeah. And, and yeah, I've seen Was that. Was that when she said not? Oh, yeah, that was the be cool, not not. Yeah. Be cool, Heather. <laughs> oh, so good. Hey, ladies. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Even in her song, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Countess speaking. <laughs> like, she must smoke 20 a day. Does she? That's how it opens. Oh, yeah, she has to. Uh, I'm, like, I'm like sweating. I'm like, I'm hot. God, she takes it all out of me to do a Luann impression. Uh. 
Uh, so then we're at the con body now. Uh, we cut to the con body, which is their workout boot camp class. Oh, yeah. And I would like to do this class. I thought it looked fun. Yeah. The guy who ran it, his name was Kaz. He was hot. The two guys that ran it were hot. Yeah. And uh, it just looked like a fun thing. And I like that they employ, uh, what is it, uh, former felons or former people that have been? Felons, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a fun little kitschy thing. Yeah, I thought it looked fun. Um, and Dorinda was doing it in a boot. <laughs> she was oh, yeah. she was she had a boot on her leg oh. like a you know she broke her toe from that big ass salt oh, yeah. shaker and she also uh Dorinda also said she's petrified to be the next mugshot you could tell the fear starting to set in with Dorinda that she's she saw Luann's wild out of control stuff <laughs> there we go <laughs> my heart's racing everyone for listening at home my curtains just fell um oh. we are not in a studio <laughs> <laughs> Um, where were we at? We were at Con Body. Okay, Dorinda's scared. She's getting scared that she is going to be the next. What if it was Richard? Oh my God, you guys. Was that the ghost of Richard? Dorinda's ex-husband. I, I think we're taking this too far. Yes, the ghost. The ghost just of Richard. Just a tad. <laughs> the ghost of Richard just came in here. Because I was talking about Dorinda. Maybe, you know, let's just skip a... You know, Dorinda's doing great. Let's just skip. Let's skip ahead. Um, at the end of this con body, though, they're all looking at the mug, mug shots, and they're talking about how Tinsley and Luann could work there. And the guys are asking, they say, you know, who's this Luann? They say, is she, and the Kaz says, is she dark? Is she black? And the girls' responses were so funny. They were so funny. <laughs> Bethany's was the best. What did she, she, she said, was like, she, yeah, was, she was at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> She was on Halloween. She's not black, but she was on Halloween. Like, or something like that. It's brilliant. (laughs) She was so good. And then the other girls, even too, they were like, Dorinda and Ramona were both like, well, she's American Indian. (laughs) Yeah. Just like really taking it like so far. (laughs) It's like, it's it's like once they have like an opening to just like knock someone down, they're like going for it, you know? I love these women so much. And this is why I love that episode because they're all sitting down at the end of this workout and we have the whole cast other than Luann and they're talking about kind of rallying behind her and going to the spa. And it's like, they're mean and they're at this shady place, right? They're at a con body workout making fun of Luann who just went to jail. But then they're, sitting there talking about how they're going to rally with her and go to a spa. And it's just, these women are beautiful. I felt so happy when this was, uh, when we were seeing all the women together, I felt pure, the purest form of joy. <laughs> I did. It was really good. And it wasn't even the end. We had, then we also got Lou coming home in the, in the car. She was coming, leaving her rehab facility. And it was like, this is the best. What else do you want from an episode, Stu? I don't know. I just think there was better episodes in this season so far. I mean, it's been a blast yeah, so far yeah. this season has. I loved it. I, I can't wait for next week. I can't wait for every week. Um, so, Stu, I want to ask you some food questions and some right. pop culture stuff. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> so ever be. Okay, so you are a chef. You have yes. a book. Talk about your book for a second. My book is called The Quick Six Fix. Six ingredients, six minutes prep, six minutes cleanup. So super simple, fast recipes that you can make any night of the week. And like legitimately, like they're easy. They're so easy to make. I have the book and I think the pictures in it, like make you want, you will salivate looking Mm -hmm. at those photos. Everything looks so good. And it's such a great mix of recipes. They love it because it is so easy. It is like six key ingredients or less. And I just, I do a bit of, you know, convenience from the store. So you're not in the kitchen cooking all the time and... Um, and I like how it's everything. It's like all different kinds of recipes. So there yeah. is soups, there's main courses. We break stuff. it down like through protein, like, you know, like mm-hmm. fish, or like 
fish, chicken, beef, pork, and then you have side dishes, you know, for Thanksgiving, which is great. Um, you have your potatoes. soups and potatoes in there. Yeah, my perfect mashed potatoes are in there. And, um, so and you just I have to get it just And I'm for wet that. again. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were making something quick, I feel like we've been giggly this episode, extra giggly. Uh, if you were making something quick and you don't want takeout or delivery, what would you make at home? I'll tell you mine. I get a box of rice and some chicken, like whatever chicken I have lying around, yeah. you know, from the week or rotisserie chicken or something. I put that in the rice and some cheese, either like American slices or cheddar. Mix it up. It's cheesy chicken. Cheesy chicken. So good. That For your next book, you'll put that one in. <laughs> just credit me. <laughs> just like <laughs> um, What would well, you make, though, if you, had, if you needed something quick and, you know, not... It could be junk food, like something bad for you where you're just like, I need a quick meal. I only have a few ingredients around the house. Like, what would your go-to thing be? I would probably make a sandwich. Mm. There's always, like, meats in my fridge, and I always have bread for, like, toast and avocado toast in the morning. So if I, I just, like, just layer, like, again, like, anything I had in the fridge, like, have, like, some ham, I'd have to do avocado on there. If I had an egg, I'd fry a quick egg, mm. throw it on there, too. Would you toast the bread? Yes. I need the toast. I need that, the crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my, my real go-to. If I had a bit more time, I would probably make like a quick like tomato sauce spaghetti thing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'd always have cans of San Marzano tomatoes in my pantry. So i just like dunk some of that, salt, pepper, chili flakes, like simmer that. Oh. And then I would just, um, just boil up some capellini pasta and toss it with that. If I had some... Protein, I'll just throw it in there, even if it's ham. I don't care. I just it's just a, mm-hmm. to get a quick quick meal in my stomach. What's the best fast food? What's your favorite fast food? Chinese food. Chinese food? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Um now I love your social media because you <clears throat> show a lot of your recipes on like Instagram. What's yeah. your Instagram handle? Instagram is at Chef Stuart O'Keefe. Yeah. You can follow me there and um and I have a website. You know what I I just Tasty Bites. Tastybites.net, where I post all the recipes. Okay, I want to do a little pop culture lightning round with you. So we do these are really quick. And this one's going to be music specific. I was okay. just in a music mood. I was in a music mood. So these are a bunch of divas. I'm going to name a diva, and you're going to tell me your favorite song of theirs. Okay. You're a music fan, right? You yeah, no, okay. no, I, I am. Um, so starting off easy, favorite Mariah song? Fantasy? Good one. No, the one that, that what's the one? See, I'm really I bad. know them all. What's the one that she's on, she's on the roller coaster? Fantasy. Yeah. Okay, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. Favorite Britney. Slave for you. Favorite Christina. Come on over. Favorite Taylor Ooh. Swift. Then Ooh. conmigo, then conmigo, babe. Do you remember that was the Spanish? Oh yeah, she did the Spanish. Uh, favorite Multicultural. Taylor Swift. Um, None of them. That's Wildest fine. Dreams. Oh, Wildest Dreams. That's a good song. Uh, favorite Beyonce song. Um, get me bodied. Kimberly Locke. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> no one. It's a, she's only got one song. It's Eighth World Wonder. Just say Eighth okay. World Wonder. Eighth World Wonder. Madonna. Um, borderline. Oh. Do you like old Madonna or all Madonna? I mean, or no Madonna. I love Jump as well. I love Confessions. Mm-hmm. That whole yeah, album. Yeah, that whole I album. Think it's, I think it's her best album. I think. Yeah. Uh, Whitney Houston. I learned from the best. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Um, oh, it's like, I love this song. What is it? 
That's the way it is. I love that so song. Good. I, so I really like it's so good. I just love yeah. that like Backstreet Boys beat that mm-hmm. they have behind it. Okay, if you were working for People Magazine and you chose Sexiest Man Alive, who would you choose? Like if you were forced to choose, and you can't pick me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just exclude me. <laughs> I think Bradley Cooper probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, um, right. Stu, what's next for you? Um, what's next for me? Do you have me? any fun projects coming up? I know you're doing, uh, is it Valerie Bertinelli's show? Valerie Bertinelli's show this Sunday, yeah. 11 a.m. on Food Network. Um, Valerie cooks me um, an all-American meal for an all-American boy now. Yeah, because you got your citizenship. citizenship. So Congratulations. She cooks this whole meal for me. It's amazing. So I can't wait to see it myself. And, um, and then I shoot a new show um, on the same network. I'm so excited. I can't yeah. say the name of it, but um, yeah, we're shooting like, 14 episodes and so I'm it's so going to air in August but I'll follow him on my Instagram and I'll be posting I'll be telling Danny about it anyway yeah. but Stu everyone that's listening is going to follow because you have the sexiest voice ever and that's you're very sweet. good looking go to his Instagram and you'll see he's also very good looking so it's not just the voice <laughs> <laughs> um, Stu thank you so much for joining me this thank was you so fun. this is so fun oh my gosh Stu so you know I mentioned that Dr. Amador from Bethany's spinoff and he used to be on the Real Houses of New York he was Bethany's therapist mm. Well, I called him, and I'm so excited for people to hear it. This is a little taste of my conversation with Dr. Amador, who I got in touch with because I was re-watching Bethany Ever After. And then we did that mental health episode, and I love talking about mental health. I could do it forever. <laughs> so so we talked to Dr. Amador. I got him on the phone. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this interview. So before I go, please follow me on social media, at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. And there's a Facebook group for everything iconic, so find that. Go to Patreon where you can find the full interview with Dr. Amador. We talked for about 17 minutes, but we're going to play just a little clip. And um, what else, Whitney? Anything? Samsung Technology, thank you so much for sponsoring. Thank you, Whitney. Anything else? Nope. (laughs) I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Rate and review if you get a chance. I love you. Bye. Okay, guys, I'm here with Dr. Amador, who you guys might recognize from The Real Housewives of New York. He sort of famously treated Bethany on that franchise and then also her spinoff shows, Bethany Getting Married and Bethany Ever After. Dr. Amador, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, Thank you so much for doing this. And can I just ask, how did you get involved in the television side of things? Well, you know, I've actually done therapy three times uh, on television, first for PBS Nova and then for uh, ABC Documentaries. Uh, and I can't get into the details out of patient confidentiality. I know it may seem strange since we did quite a bit of her therapy on TV, but I can't give the details of how uh, Bethany uh, first came to me to, to ask for help. Sure. But I can say that she, she asked if I'd be willing to do um, uh, her treatment uh, uh, on, you know, on the show. And so I want to ask you, we talk a lot about uh, depression and anxiety on this show I want to ask, what if someone doesn't have the resources to see someone professionally, what would you say to them? What advice would you have? Talk, talk to a loved one that you trust about how you're feeling, first and foremost. And, uh, you know, everybody gets depressed and everybody gets anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it gets so severe that, um, and we can talk a bit about that if you like, yeah. that it's really impairing um, your ability to have hope, your ability to to get up and, and take care of the, the things that you need to show up for, whether it's your job, your kids, your partner, just life. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to someone about how you're feeling. Um, that alone is, is, is probably the most important first step a person can take. Um, you know, don't, 
don't succumb to the the distortion in thinking that depression mm-hmm. and anxiety create. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to talk a little bit about anxiety now. Uh, what sort of professional advice or professional insight can you give us into anxiety disorder? Well, again, you know, we all worry, and that's normal. And if we didn't worry, we'd make a lot of mistakes in life. And and uh, uh, you can even die from not worrying enough, right, about mm-hmm. how you're driving, do you have your seatbelt on, et cetera. Um, but like any normal function, it can become dysfunctional. So that if your anxiety is is intruding uh, for example um, that the cognitive aspect of anxiety you have intrusive thoughts that that you just can't turn off and there's lots of different anxiety disorders including all the phobias that that most people are familiar with you know fear of being around people or small spaces but um really fundamentally if 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 you're not able to shut it off that's a warning sign that's Mm -hmm. the time to 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 really consider getting help um and, and, and there's a lot of help out there. One of the one of the best therapies for both anxiety and clinical depression is cognitive therapy. And, and you know, put your uh, zip code and cognitive therapy in a in a search engine, and you will find uh, you know certified cognitive therapists who who work to teach you ways of of catching those thoughts that lead to anxiety, lead to uh, paralysis, anxiety can be uh, something that, that paralyzes us in life right. and teaches you tools to um, identify those thoughts when they're happening and uh, and change them right. and change them in a way that it actually does change your feelings. Uh, there's also medicines that help as well. Uh, and, and that's the great thing about about these these problems. You know, the, the real tragedy is isn't that people get anxiety disorders Mm-hmm. or mood disorders like clinical depression or, or bipolar disorder. To me, the real tragedy is how many people never get help. Mm-hmm. And and it's science-based help. It's not uh, psychotherapy that, you know, mm-hmm. that was around in the 1960s, um, which had not been studied uh, in, in the way we've, we've really done a tremendous amount of research on, on psychotherapy and medicines. Right. Since that time. If someone's listening and is there any steps or, you know, for instance, journaling or meditation, is there anything you would recommend to them if they are suffering from anxiety or depression? And aside from talking to someone, are there any uh, things that they could do at home right now? Sure. Well, I mean, one, one of the one of the things I learned in my own cognitive therapy, I also have been trained in cognitive therapy. Uh, but again, I, I just want to point out how how I was. um unaware of my first clinical depression, even though I was trained in identifying depression. Uh, but if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, huh, maybe this is going on with me. Um, I, I do hope you will consider looking for help mm-hmm. in the meantime. There, there, one of the tools of cognitive therapy is, is, um, called, uh, catch it, check it, change it. This is just one simple tool to give you a taste. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I, I still sometimes will have uh, thoughts that could lead to depress- depression if I didn't mm-hmm. use the tools I learned in, in, in cognitive therapy. So I have the thought uh, when I lose something, oh, Javier, you, you suck. You, you can't find anything. Mm-hmm. You're always losing everything. That literally is a thought that goes through my mind still. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, this is all progress, not perfection. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I catch that thought. See, this is what's different about me now than 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 the you know doctorometer twenty years ago. Yeah. I catch that thought, and I say, all right, let me check it. 
do I really lose everything? It sounds like a small thing, but when you let yourself say you always lose everything, it actually gets worse. I don't know if there's cursing on your program. Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, (laughs) you're you're a you're such a fucking asshole. You're such a fucking loser. I mean, that goes through my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I ask myself, all right, hold on, stop. Let's check that. What have you done just today, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, the night before? That doesn't fit that description of, of, of Javier Amador. Mm-hmm. And then I start listing those things. I check it. And guess what? The thought changes. I am not an effing loser. Mm-hmm. I don't always lose things. Feelings feelings, feelings are not facts. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you can do. And so when you journal, you know, try to capture your uh, – journaling is a great tool. Danny, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Try to capture those thoughts you're having that are negative about you. All right. Mm-hmm. Think of it as uh, whatever side of the aisle you're on, whether you know you're Fox News or CNN. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the other side saying horrible stuff about you. Mm-hmm. That that's the enemy between our ears. Mm-hmm. So when you're stuck behind enemy lines, in your own head, take some time to to write down those negative thoughts and then think about checking them. Okay, in the last 24 hours, is this true? Um, uh, I don't know how to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'll always be single. Well, is that true? Is there anybody I'm close to? Or you can look at the, the last two years if you need to for a thought like that. Mm-hmm. Have I ever had a relationship that was positive, that was good? Yeah, I have. And, and it lasted six months. But it only lasted six months. It failed. Wait, did the, that's another thought to check. Mm. Yeah. So it failed. Yeah, I'm a failure at relationships. Right. right. I'm a failure at relationships because that, that didn't last longer than six months. Check it. Were you a failure during those five and a half months before? No, I was not. Right. Oh, that's a, a, such a great advice. And I, I don't want to keep you. I know we've been talking for a while. But where can people find you online? Can you tell us a little bit about your books really fast? Sure. Um, uh, among my books are uh, uh, When Some of Your Love is Depressed, How to Help Without mm-hmm. Losing Yourself, uh, Being Single in a Couple's World. Uh, and the one that, that has the most... Um, I think it's really had the most impact. Um, well, there's there's two. I'm right, you're wrong. Now what? <laughs> mm. Which teaches the same method. Uh, it's all about relationships. My books really, and and about overcoming depression and other mental disorders. But the one that's really had, I think, the most impact from what readers tell me is, I'm not sick. I don't need help. Mm. And um, that's really for family caregivers. Uh, if you're trying to help someone who who has a serious problem and and and, and they don't believe it. You can go to Leap Institute, L-E-A-P Institute, one word, dot org, and you can learn uh, about about me, about the books, about the program. Lots of free videos on there, actually, as well. It's a non it's a nonprofit. Uh, thank you so very, much very for time. taking the time. You're very welcome. I really appreciate. Take care. It. Have a good one. Bye bye. All the best. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. 
Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories so much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. 